Welcome back to the show, everybody. Cheap Heat Productions podcast. And tonight we have a very special guest, a wrestler who needs no introduction, especially on the shores of Ireland with OTT wrestling. The, the wrestler himself, Speedball, Mike Bailey. Mike, how are you? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you so much for having me. Great, great to have you on. Mike, um, I watched one of your videos the other day looking back at 2022 and we'll get into it. What a year you've had, 2022 and into 2023. Um, but let's let's go back and start a little bit at the beginning, get a little bit of background before we go into the big deal with the zone and Slammiversary coming up and all that good stuff as well. Talk to me about Mike Bailey, 2006, breaking into the business, um, the parents, the training, all that kind of stuff. Oh, God, I was a young, brash kid. Uh, I have been a wrestling fan since I was seven years old. Uh, in fact, the first time I ever saw pro wrestling on TV, it was Kane trying to set the brood on fire. So a big burnt guy or whatever, whatever, whatever he was trying to set a group of vampires on TV. And I was watching it with my, my brothers and we all decided that's it. This is it for us. This is what we're going to do. Going to become pro wrestlers. Uh, and somehow I was able to make that dream last for now. Many, many years. I started wrestling in 2006, which is 17 years ago. Yeah. What a ridiculous amount of time it's been. But man, what a ride. Uh, I've I've been able to travel the entire world uh, with professional wrestling. I started with Impact in the beginning of 2022. Before that, I spent, you know, before that, there, before that, there was the pandemic, which was awful for all. But before that, I spent many years uh, traveling back and forth between Canada, Europe, and Japan, uh, spending a lot of time in Ireland in the, in those five years and, and all of the UK. Uh, but yeah, I ended up signing my, my impact contract in uh, late 2021 and started in 2022. And uh, yeah, that's, that started the journey that you've been able to watch all through impact. Yeah, it's it's amazing. Talk to me about uh Taekwondo. I'm obviously a, a fight fan as well. And you know, you come out in the ring gear, you have the Taekwondo gi on and all that kind of stuff. So there's an element of sort of, you know, honor and respect with that as well that comes with it and all that kind of thing. And I often say like shades of GSP, of course, you're both from Canada and stuff like that. Um what what was the influences there and how did how did Taekwondo like you know synergize into kind of pro wrestling and how does it how does it match with kind of the character? Oh man, so it, it it's funny you ask because when I started Taekwondo, like uh, it was I had no plans to start martial arts. I was a wrestling fan, and I had a friend who told me, "Hey, I'm I'm doing Taekwondo," and I was like, "Okay, cool. Can I come do a class?" And he was like, "Yeah, sure." And I had like no no really interest in martial arts, but in the back of my mind, it was like, "Ah, when I do start professional wrestling, this is gonna come in handy," and <laughs> and it did, which is funny, but like. Uh, if you watch me wrestle, you can see all the the cool spinning kicks and the techniques that I borrowed directly from Taekwondo fighting, which is you know kind of what I what I specialize in and what sets me apart as a professional wrestler is those uh, those kicks and you know flying kicks and spinning kicks. But that is only the tip of the iceberg when it comes to martial arts. Of course, I mean uh, you mentioned GSP, which I didn't. Georges Saint Pierre who was a uh, former UFC welterweight champion. Well, I of course only found found out about like later in life when I had already been doing martial arts for for many many years. But I could resonate with how how respectful he was, 
no matter how like that Nate Diaz and that whole press conference and how it went down between them with Nate Diaz just trying to antagonize him and calling him names and trying to get in his skin and and George is staying respectful and polite and grateful throughout the whole thing and communicated to the UFC audience that he knows he's just trying to sell a fight and get me angry or you know he's se selling wolf tickets as uh as a uh, Nick Diaz said at the time but uh no martial arts is really how I learned to learn if that makes any sense it's how I learned that uh, no matter how difficult something may seem, if you stick at it long enough, you do end up getting good and seeing that in myself with martial arts helped me see that. With professional wrestling as well, because I started I started in Canada, right? And in Canada in 2006, pro wrestling was not good. <laughs> there was no visibility. There was no money to be made. There were very, very few, few good wrestlers around. I mean, it wasn't until shortly after I started started wrestling that a uh, a, a promoter in Quebec City brought in uh, Steve Carino and then Christopher Daniels to wrestle, to wrestle Kevin Steen, who is now known as Kevin Owens. And that was like the first time that there had been like a bridge between Quebec and the rest of the world in many, many, many years. So it took me a long time of sticking with pro wrestling and not being very good at it and not doing it in front of very large audiences before, you know, social media happened and independent wrestling started growing and booming. And then I was able to actually kick off my wrestling career. Uh, and yet to tie it back in, that is all because of martial arts, because there are many many moments where i would have quit professional wrestling if i hadn't gone through the experience of sucking at something and then getting good enough to earn a black belt at it eventually yeah talk talk to me about the the drive and the work right where that comes from i read an article there the other day nine matches in wrestlemania weekend nine matches over that weekend talk to me about where the drive and the, the work rate comes from that's associated with yourself yeah, I mean, that comes from what I was just talking about in that, you know, it's a I've had a very, very different upbringing with professional wrestling than most uh, American wrestlers who, you know, start doing it and see it as a job very early on. I always said it again, 1000 percent from martial arts, but as a means of self-improvement, as a way to get better, as a way to better myself, the more challenges I overcome, the stronger I become. You know what I mean? So uh, doing doing nine matches in three days is only part of that. It's a challenge that makes me stronger coming out the other end. Yeah, now talk to me, Canada, Canadian, the lineage of pro wrestlers coming out of that country. Do you find there's any added pressure there at all to, to live up to a certain standard, a certain height? So that's a funny thing because I think as a Canadian wrestler, it takes a lot to break out, right? Because there's a very important border between the U.S. and Canada that does make a lot of a uh, difference. But I mean, European wrestlers and other wrestlers all over the world go through the same thing. Uh, the United States is where there is the most money to be made as a professional wrestler. I mean, Japan being a close second, but that is nowhere near <laughs> Europe or Canada. But if you start out as a Canadian wrestler, you kind of have to do it because you love it for a long time until you get real eyes on you and start being able to see it as a true career 
And by the time you're there, if you've made it past all the other great Canadian wrestlers that have made it to the point where there actually are eyes on you, then by then you've developed a callus. You know what it is to perform under the pressure and you, you know, you have reps and you have the experience to be able to perform to the, the level that is expected of you. Yeah, what what do you think made 22 such a breakout year? I mean, obviously we talk in this business about how you have so many, sometimes you, you stumble across these great dance partners, as they call them in the business. Um, and certainly you racked up a few in 2022. Talk to me about the progression through 2022 and the, the, the opponents that you faced and the, the level that those matches reached. Well, I think the dance partner that I got that brought me to where I am in 2022 is Impact Wrestling in itself. And I think that before that, uh, I performed for a lot of great companies, had a lot of fantastic matches, none of which had the visibility and the reach and the prestige that Impact Wrestling does. And I think that's made a, a real difference for me. The fact that I got to have a, a match for you know nearly 60 minutes with a world champion and one of the best wrestlers in the world in Josh Alexander that so many people got to see and you know watch for 60 minutes i think that kind of thing makes a a huge difference in someone's career and a match deserving of winning that impact award as well there we say absolutely that's brilliant. right impact match of the year thank yeah. you so much talk, talk to me about the x division i mean my, my draw towards impact back in the day was they were so innovative in things like the x division and when I think of the X Division, I think Speedball Mike Bailey is a great marriage for that X Division and stuff like that. Talk, talk to me about the the fun and the innovation and the creativity you go through in terms of the X Division. Yes, well, uh, so I think that the biggest factor that sets Impact Wrestling apart from all the other wrestling promotions in the world is the fact that it is forward thinking, it's innovative, and it's willing to push the envelope and show pro wrestling audiences something that they may not be as used to seeing. I mean, even in the early days, very, very early days of the X Division, like you could kind of compare it to the WCW Cruiserweight Division, but they were always kind of put it in the background. Uh, even though right now, looking back, some of the best WCW matches and some of the biggest stars that come out from then were in the cruiserweight division and they were only given like, you know, very short matches in the beginning of the show. But uh, Impact from its beginning was not afraid to put those guys that had a, a different style right in the front uh, because they listened to their audience and that's what they wanted. They wanted that action because it's great because it's awesome and i mean since then that's kind of been the the tradition of the x division is just to put at the forefront skill and talent and sheer technical ability in the ring and some of the greatest wrestlers in the world have are indian impact in the x division sorry or have come through the x division and i think that is not a coincidence yeah um, let's talk about the, the partnership with your broadcasting partners, Impact's broadcasting partners, The Zone, um, now broadcasting Impact into 170 different countries, um, which is absolutely phenomenal and um, brilliant, brilliant stuff. Um, talk to me about that and uh, if there was any more added pressure in relation to that, now that the product is being seen by so many more eyes. So uh, there is always pressure. There will always be pressure. I mean, I if it's not myself, but having to perform at the highest level is something that I pride myself on. Uh, but 
I truly believe that wrestling in 2023, it is the best it's ever been. That only goes for Impact Wrestling. I think the quality of content that we are putting out is absolutely amazing stuff that has never been seen before. And I mean, I think the only thing we need is more people seeing it, more people aware of it. And I think being on the zone and reaching such a wide array of people is only helping us achieve that. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's fantastic. It's a fantastic partnership. Um, of course, we have to talk about Slammiversary coming up in July um, from St. Clair, uh, St. Clair College in Windsor, Ontario, Canada. A number of matches have been announced for that pay-per-view. Of course, you can catch it on Fight TV and The Zone. And of course, tickets are still available on Eventbrite as well. But I noticed most of the top tickets are nearly gone at this stage. Um, talk to me about Speedball going back to Ontario, Canada for Slammiversary. Um, what's what's the what's the plan? Or can you give us the scoop, or is there anything in the works? Uh, hold on, just sorry, one second here. I have an issue with my microphone. Okay, I think we're back. Good. Uh, Slammiversary last year, Slammiversary twenty twenty two was when I won the X Division Championship in a Ultimate X match. One of the biggest moments of my entire career. Uh, but this year, the mission is to top that. I don't know how. I'm not sure what the plan is. But I feel like with the momentum that I have and the fact that we'll be in Canada, I it is entirely possible for me to be able to top last year's Slammiversary. And that is my plan. Yeah, absolutely. And, and a man you've stepped through the ropes with a number of times, Alex Shelley, defending the championship in the main event against Nick Aldis. Um, it's stellar card it's shaping up to be without a shadow of a doubt um, what else can we say 2023 um, second half is kicking in now what's the what's the what's the the hopes desires and and um, goals for Speedball Mike Bailey for the second half of 2023 I mean onward and upward right you're only as good as your last match so make everything uh, bigger and better every single time I step into the ring. Uh, so I've got high hopes for the rest of 2023. Brilliant. I'm going to finish up by saying congratulations to yourself and Veda on your one year anniversary. Um, congratulations on that. It's a, it's obviously a huge milestone. Um, appreciate you coming on to the show. Um, as always, folks, check out Impact Wrestling, all their socials as well, and check ourselves out as well. Subscribe to the channel, hit the bell notification, drop a like on the video, and show your support for Impact Wrestling and, of course, Speedball Mike Bailey. Until next time, folks, Mike, an absolute pleasure having you on the show. Thank you for taking the time. Thank you for having me, my friend.